This is the artist formerly known as Mr. TNT. This is wrestling's last renegade. This is Roughneck. This is my Ritwick journey. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel Hassan Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Doherty. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to My Brit Rest Journey on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp. I'm delighted to be joined on live by Roughneck. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing, I'm doing champion. I can't, I, everything, everything's just like sunshine and rainbows. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, sorry for the listeners, I've just had a sneeze and fit pre <laughs> interview, so if I'm a bit sniffy, I should be okay in a couple of minutes. But it's like, it's like <laughs> All right, so how's um, 2022 been treating you in the ring so far? So. Oh, not too bad, really. I mean, I, I, um, even throughout the pandemic, because I, I've been primarily working for WAW World Association of Wrestling and Knowledge, mm. they, they've been, like, ahead of the curve. Yes. Way ahead of the curve when it comes to procedures with regards to COVID <clears throat> uh, and, and just being meticulous with everything. Like, like the, the 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 stuff that they put in place to in order for them to obviously to to put on shows, hmm. uh, but but in every every facet of regards to the pandemic, they've been like way ahead of the curve, and uh, they've been meticulous throughout. Um, so I, as a result of that, I've been fortunate where I've probably wrestled a little bit more than the average person has. Oh wow! Yeah. Dur- dur- during during the pandemic. But um, 2022, I've got to be honest with you, it's going really well. Um, I, you know, obviously working with WAW, there's a couple more other irons in the fire. Well, obviously uh, to to come back to TNT, yes, which is that was great. Yeah, <laughs> which is what I consider. You know, uh, I was there at the very very first show. You know, um, and. Uh, <laughs> Me and Jay developed a, a, a very good relationship, and uh, I like obviously Jay was a is an unbelievable promoter. Oh, he's he, brilliant! He, yeah. He, yeah, I mean he, he he's tireless in his promotion and his promoting abilities. At the time, he didn't know a great uh, he, by his own admission, he wasn't uh, he didn't know the the ins and outs of the finer parts of wrestling with regards to booking. So, um, I. I uh, I helped them considerably with that, uh, but then as as time progressed, like what I want, all I wanted to do was set the wheels in motion for him. And mm-hmm. then once once he like was start, it was like I don't want to sound this like facetious or anything. But it was like a uh, like a mini apprenticeship, I guess. Yes. Uh, I, I would I would show him like I would book a match and he would book a match and I would show him how why we would the whys and wheres and whens the reasoning behind it. And but I wanted uh, the whole I the whole premise of it was for TNT to have its own identity, and he's done that. He's created it. He's he created all that identity, mm. and um, you know, uh, effectively, it got to the point where he was booking everything by himself, uh, and I would like help him as consult and stuff. And it's just gone from strength to strength, you know. Uh, yeah. And like, I mean, it was actually me. Right from the get go, who called it uh, TNT is wrestlers' best kept secret? Yes. Guess what? It's not a secret anymore. No. You know what I mean? It's Brilliant. one of the premier premier promotions. Uh, not not. It used to be like we, it would have been good just to be in a premier promotion in the northwest and in the first instance. Then it became that, and now it's grown. Mm. And it's grown and grown, and now it's one of the premier promotions. I dare say in Europe. Definitely. You know. Um, and more power to Jay because he took the bull by the horns. He, he had a he had a vision of what he wanted to do. I was there to like assist him to some degree, uh, and, and but I got I got him the wrestlers and got got him gave him the like you know again like says the finer points of how we do things. And he's just took the ball and run with it. And now it's his it's his baby now. 
you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think the proof's in the pudding and, and how TNT has grown exponentially over every every year, you know? Uh, yeah. Obviously, the, the, it took a bit of a, uh, as with any promotion, it took a bit of a hit during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But it's coming back and it's, a, uh, it's coming back and it's coming back in a big way. And it's, it's to be honest with you, I, I, I've got a very, like, wrestling at TNT means a lot to me because I, I was there from the start. And to be still be part of it, and to be still considered part of it uh, is pretty phenomenal. And I'm and like people are saying when I'm wrestling now, I've got a big smile on my face, and they, they can see the difference. Well, you're referred I, to as Mister TNT when when I when yeah uh, when I first yeah. when I first started, I, w- I was the and, I, and and to be honest with you, I didn't book my I I, I wouldn't book myself that way. That's not the way I, no. did, I didn't. I mean, I, I had a I had a say in stuff, but. Um, I was never, you know, that's not the way I wanted it to go. It was just the way it, it, it organically grew, you know. Um, obviously, I've been away for some time and uh, and what have you, but I'm back now. And um, I just want uh, TNT to, to grow and grow. And it continues to do that. But that's all down to Jay and, and his vision and his, his tireless work ethic and the fact that he wants he is just doing a phenomenal job. That's the bottom line. And he's effectively running three wrestling promotions at the moment. He's got the TNT Extreme shows, then you got the Ignition yeah. shows, and he does yeah. Superstar as well. I think he's. And then you do Superstar. Is he starting well. an MMA promotion as well, or I boxing? Doing, I think he's. I think he's done something with Dave. Yeah. Uh, with Dave Faulkner. I think he's mm-hmm. done some, something along those lines. I don't. I don't know a great deal about it, but. Um, yeah. Like I says, Jay, Jay's the kind of person. He's 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 got a very entrepreneurial spirit, and if he can push things and make things work, you can best believe he's going to make it work. You know, yeah, I've never. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I'm just proud of everything that he's achieved and everything that he's done. And I just want, I just want, uh, I just wanted to, to continue to be um, the best promotion it can be. And, and the, the, I think, I think the, the the most key thing was when we started it. Um, Jay, I was like, we don't have to bring import after import in after import in. I says because yeah. you, you see other promotions that have done that and then they're burned out and then when and then because because everybody's seen everything, where do you yeah. go? Where do you go? You know? Uh and uh, I think like, you know, uh, we, what we did was we, we got we, we created we had wrestlers like British wrestlers, and we made it British wrestling, but it, it had that ECW Extreme Edge, mm-hmm. you know. And it was very episodic. Uh, it was, there was a lot of storytelling in there, and uh, and then, like I said, it just organically, organically grew. But like like I said, it was a case of people establishing the brand rather than the wrestler. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And 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 and, and people come to see TNT Extreme Wrestling. They don't. They, 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 obviously, they do come to see the wrestlers because that's what that's what we're selling, right? But they come because of the atmosphere and and uh, the the uh, the brand of what TNT uh, has become. You know, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. fact that if you get it, if you if you get imports on there, it's a bonus because you know you're going to get a great show. Respect it's a, it's a high caliber of wrestler that comes to the shows. Yeah, because the last the last show they brought in Scott Hotty, who was against Gene Money. But just having yeah. Gene Money on the show is, is a draw anyway. But supposing it gets Scotty too hotty, it's like yeah, oh, I mean, it, the thing is, is if you if you go on the if you go the route of putting bringing imports in, okay, right from the get go and, and overexerting yourself with that, there's nowhere to go. And mm-hmm. the, what I like, you know, uh, thing is, is that you, you, we need to establish British talent. And if you can get British talent over, imports your bonus. Imports should be used as a tool to get our talent over. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's that's the way. Uh, that's where I've always seen. If you want to, if you want your promotion to grow, do it with homegrown talent, and then and then bring the imports in to support support cause. You know, to put uh, to get your guys over. You know, that's how money's made. You don't get yeah, you don't make money by having import after import. You drain money. You drain resource. Obviously, you need sometimes to a certain extent you do need them to, to, to like as a marquee, but ultimately you're using them so the person that they're wrestling marquee and the, and the person who should be wrestling should be British talent. Yeah, 
See, he did that with, he brought Ace Romero in to face Dan Maloney the last show. Yeah. So, so he put Dan Maloney over his big threat now, even though he's been a great champion. The, uh, the previous show he was against Adam Maxted and Dean Allmark yeah. and the, the triple threat match, which was wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, and, and like, look, look at somebody like, there's somebody who I've got a lot, a lot of time for is like Cam Sola. Oh, yes. Know? Uh, loved loved following his career for the last five years. So, um, um, unbelievable, unbelievable gimmick. He is one of those guys that he he's like visually, visually he makes you want to like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's got that. He's got that. He's got that thing where when he comes out, you like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's, he's he's you know he's just got he's just got that. He's got that. I think he's got that thing. Uh, he's got a unique. Gimmick. It's uh, it's marketable. It's the kind of person that you can put on posters. And, he, and apart from that, he's very talented in the ring as well. He's brilliant. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I'm, I, like I said, I, I, the reason why I've always got over, right? Uh, how I believe I'm getting over. Look, I ain't the greatest technical wrestler in the world. I mean, I do a little bit more technical wrestling now as a, as a result of uh, I'm getting older. So hmm. and, and I'm and I, I've lost a lot of weight. I went from two like like when I was originally wrestling in TNT back in 2015, 2016 or whenever it was, I was over 300 pounds. Yeah. Okay? I'm now 240 pounds and I'm, I'm just between 235 and 240 pounds now. So I can move a lot quicker. I get around the ring a lot better. But people, people, when the, the thing that got me over was unbelievable. Mm. And, and I, had, I hope this doesn't sound wrong. I hope this doesn't sound like people like me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People like me. That's the bottom line. Uh, um, and I don't know whether it's because I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person who's honest and wears his heart on his sleeve. Or I don't know. Um, is it because I'm relatable? I don't know. But when I walk, but the thing is, is when I when when I walk through the curtain, people go, "Holy shit, he's going to kill someone." Yes. <laughs> and 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 I think, the, and that's where people want me. That, that's why people look forward to seeing me wrestle or being on the show because there's the, the, there's a level of believability that you know if the truth be told quite frankly could is missing mm-hmm. you know um, there's there's guys out there who can do so much more than me from a ta- like from a from a wrestling perspective they get they you know like the work rate the the the, 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 the technical side of things the high flying side of things but Look, the way I see it is, if I if I if I like nail you with a a, 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 a textbook power slam, you know, yeah. or, or or nail you with a, a stiff clothesline, and I can get the same response from uh, from the fans than what a technical wrestler can do from doing loads of chain wrestling and get like having to go around around the fences to get the same result. Mm-hmm. Well, am, am I any worse a wrestler as a result? I don't think so. I'm getting the same result. All I want to do is entertain the audience, and that, I think I think that sometimes that people lose sight of that. It's about it's about getting that that that, that then people who are paying for tickets um, to be emotionally invested, and that's Definitely. that's my selling point. I get people. I, I like to think that I can get people emotionally invested in my matches. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. Cause I've been to a lot of all star shows and the Business Wrestle Island and TNT, but like the all star shows, you get massive reactions for like. Close lines or double oh. handles off the top rope or a simple yeah. suplex because they build the story into the match so yeah. quickly. Honestly. And, and, and the thing is, I, ultimately, I mean, let, let's call a spade a spade here. The, the guys who've generated the most amount of money in pro wrestling, and I'm not, I'm, I'm far be it for me to compare myself to them because I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm just telling you the harsh reality is mm-hmm. guys who've drawn the most amount of money are not the most technical efficient wrestlers in the world okay no but they but they are marketable. they're relatable and they put bums on seats so what do you want to be do you want to be the greatest technical wrestler in the world that nobody's ever heard of or do you want to be the guy who's maybe not as technically sound but people believe in and what people want to spew them or cheer them mm-hmm. ultimately what we what we want to be doing is entertaining the masses not the minority you know yeah definitely you just see getting over in um, AEW at the moment. It's not the technical wrestlers. It's like yeah, it's like MJF and 
John uh, Moxley and, and Eddie yeah. Kingston and Char- so. characters put bums on seats. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the character, and then he could wrestle. Don't get me wrong, he could wrestle, but the, when he generated the amount of revenue that he did, he was a brawler. Yes. You know, he was a brawler. Like the, the Rock is the same. You know, like they. He, he obviously had all the basic fundamentals down, but you never, you never pay to see, you, you pay to see the rock, the character. Not yeah, the half, character. half, half his matches just kicks and punches. So if you watch yeah. a rock's match now, so. Same with, I mean, what, the, 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 a cultural icon in the, in the shape, in the, in the shape of Hulk Hogan. You can go to deep, you could go, he's like Muhammad Ali from a, mm-hmm. culture, from a cultural standpoint. You could go deepest, darkest, Jungle in Africa, and you pull out a picture of Hulk Hogan, and they'll know who he is. Yes. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, um, could you could you do that with say somebody like and like you know, uh, uh, and, and, and I loved him. Don't get me wrong, like Eddie Guerrero, probably not. You know what I no. mean? Because he, mm-hmm. he, he he somebody like Hulk Hogan transcends wrestling, and them are the people that people and them are the people that fans want to see. You know. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody who's, whose skill sets technical wrestling or, 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 because wrestling should be for everybody. Do you know what I mean? There should be a little bit mm-hmm. of everything. And that's what we might, and this is going, going back to TNT, that's what we try to do. We try to give a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You, you, uh, so you get your, your high flying matches, you get your, you get your, your, your storytelling matches, you get, you get, you get your, uh, your technical wrestlers, and then you get you, you build it up to the precipice of where you get to that mm-hmm. main event for that title. People are actually that's how it should be, you know. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's that's just I mean that's just my uh, swing on things. I think the reason why I've been fortunate to, to get over or have, have a decent like a decent relationship with the fans is because I'm a believable and uh, you know I can, I can get people emotionally invested. And going back to what we were saying originally, that's exact. I believe that that Cam's got that. But not only yeah. has he got that, he can shine in the ring. Oh, that's uh, brilliant. Oh, that's so good. And, and, I, and, I, and I hope I can get him out there. And if, I, if I've got any level of influence, I'll, I'll do anything I can to to push and promote him as such. You know, because I think if anybody deserves an opportunity, it's Cam. And hopefully, through this relationship, they now have a progress. They can push him up to progress. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. I, I think, and I think, I think he's a, I think he's a shoo-in for that. I think, but I think what you, you need to do with with Cam is obviously he, he's doing the ignition shows right now. Okay? Yeah, uh, and he's become the champion. The, obviously, the the, the the gradual progression, the natural progression, should be for him to then go be a mainstay on the on the TNT TNT shows, mm-hmm. and then and then from there you can you can. You can push the boundaries of, with progress as well, you know. Definitely. Uh, there's, 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 uh, the, the kid's got a lot of untapped potential, and it's just about about nurturing it and building it over a period of time. Now, as long as he, as long as he shows the, the level of patience that he's shown so far, it says sky's the limit for the kid, you know. Yeah, definitely. So at, at the last show, you teamed with Tam, Tam. <laughs> you teamed with Cameron, <laughs> Cameron yeah. to take on your old foes to. Mankey Union, you've seen to have yeah. a lot of battles with them over the years. It was JJ Webb and Sam Bailey this time? Yeah, it's a, they a, took a they took at the end of the match. So how do you see the storyline going progressing going well, forward? Like I said, I mean, I, I, I don't, I genuinely don't know what if, when they when they were bringing the Mankey Union in back, mm. like this this two version of the Mankey Union. It just uh, uh, Jay just thought it was just logical for me to be involved in this own way, shape, mm. or form. And I'm eternally grateful for, for for extending that opportunity to me because I'm having a ball with it, I'm having a blast. Like I says, I, I'd like to think, you know, that that, that the, the, so far we've told a decent story, and hopefully that that story will continue to progress, uh, and we'll 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 get to that that blow off match, and we'll see where things go. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I I want, like I says, I, I'm I'm really enjoying. Uh, we've had that match with Carmen. I think we, we showed a little bit of tag team continuity there as well, and it, it flowed pretty well. Um, I guess I, I mean I've got to be honest with you. I wrestled the night. I wrestled the day before at WAW. I travelled yeah. from Norwich to uh, and I went from Cambridge to Norwich, Norwich to Liverpool. I was kind of 
it was kind of tiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I, I don't think, uh, but I, like I think we had a very solid match that told us. Yeah, it was a really fun match, uh, and it told a great story. And I think as I think as if it's, I, I like episodic stuff. I like I like to be to be built up. So by the time you get to that main, like by the time you get to that blow off match, it actually means something, and people are. Uh, continue to be emotionally invested in the, and they want to buy tickets as a result because they want to see what happens, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been announced that Cameron will take on Sam Bailey at the next show, so it'll, make, okay. it'll either so, make yeah. sense for you for you to take on JJ Webb or that you're I, both each, in the corners. So yeah, sure. I mean, if, if if that happens, that happens. I, 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 I see a hound on heart. Like I said, I don't have anything to do with the, the, um, the direction from a... Uh, character standpoint or from a storyline telling standpoint uh, that's that's down to the, 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 the booking team and I think that I'm not sure whether Sam or Sam helps Sam Bailey helps behind the scenes with stuff and makes sure mm-hmm. everything's got a flow and this, uh, this, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, everything clicks into place uh, but I, I genuinely don't but I, I do not no longer have any um, any sway with regards to I'm just happy to be part of it. I'm just happy to be part of it. Happy to be working with the likes of mm. Sam again. Who, let's face it, that 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 guy, Sam Bailey, has made me look like a million dollars for years. You know, yes, it's brilliant. Uh, I mean, we, we it, it started right in one PW with the Prophets of Liberty versus. Uh, 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 well, we did it. We did it with the mob. We did it with. Uh, uh, we had the. The, the what you call the match, the survival of the sickest match, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's uh, and and every like he's he's he's, con- he's he's played an integral part in me looking like a million dollars because he he is a Sam is a vastly underrated wrestler, you know. Definitely, uh, he, he should have. I think he deserved more breaks than what he he, ha- he hasn't he hasn't gotten them. You know what I mean? But then again, I think maybe he's happy doing what he's doing as well. But um, like he says, he's, and he's got his, he's got future shock now, and he seems to, you know, he's got a big smile on his face. And uh, from what I can gather, future shock's got like seems to be going from strength to strength. And the the mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 not uh, it's got back to the getting the the the, the trainees over, you know, and yeah. uh, build, build, building up their own talent base, which is phenomenal. And uh, like I said, I just hope. Uh, like I said, it's, it's always a pleasure to be in the, in the ring with Sam. Uh, is uh, JJ Webber. I've only met him a couple of times, but like I said, the, the, the short amount of time I've spent in the ring with him, it's, it's, it's been great. You know what I mean? And uh, they they are the great guys. You know they 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 can they can make somebody look like a million dollars. And yes, that's what wrestling should be about. You know, helping helping your opponent. You know what I mean? And getting your opponent over. I, 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 I've always been the believer. That, you know, uh, I don't believe in one-dimensional thinking where it's about me, me, me. Um, <clears> I, <throat> that's, that's just not my way. Uh, if 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 they if I'm over and I can get them over or vice versa, best believe that's going to be happening. You know, because that's how the business Definitely. grows. Yeah, I really enjoyed the end of that because they've had um, Danny Proper as the camera guy for a couple yeah. of shows. So it yeah. was quite shocking for him to then get into the ring. To do that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't sure how. Right. It was, yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, and, and, and this is just kind of, it's little things like that what mm. what create emotional investment. If you can get, if you can just, if you can just pull on, on them strings a little bit, yeah, I guarantee you people will go, I need, I need to find out what's going to show, what's going to happen yeah. at the next show. You know what I mean? And it, it, it creates a good atmosphere and it, it creates, uh, a fan base. I mean, I, I, the, the, I'm, I think I'd like to think that I'm one of those wrestlers where, if you put me on a poster, right? Yeah. Like, if you put me on a poster, that people will go, he looks like a wrestler. He looks like he'll kill some. I want to watch yes. him wrestle. Whereas if you put somebody who doesn't look like a wrestler and they and they think I could take him, I would I would knock him out. Why would you want to go see that? For? You know what I mean? If, if, if the fans actually believe that they can knock out the, 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 the guy who's on the poster, where's the believability in that? You know what I mean? But if you can yeah. put somebody on a poster who goes, oh, Jesus, okay, he, he looks the part. And, and you've got to remember as well, and again, I'm not comparing myself to WWE guys, but 
if you if you uh, if you're not a wrestling fan, like if you're not a, a wrestling fan, like on the independent, like from an independent standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm probably the nearest thing on that poster that looks like something that they can relate to. What can they relate to? When, when they think, when an average person thinks of wrestling, they think of WWE, right? Yeah. So if if that's the case, then and you put me on a poster, and that can just got, get people to go. Oh, he, he, he looks like something. You know what I mean? That might be worth. That might be worthwhile getting the, the, the ticket for the kids. You know, uh, then then that's awesome. You know, um, but yeah. Um, what, were, what were we talking about again? Sorry, so I've, I've lost. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 were talking about the Danny Proper getting into the ring after the match. And... Oh yeah, yeah, with 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 Danny. But it's like the, them little things there uh, from it, from 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 your. From your Independent wrestling fan standpoint, where people go, man, that was cool. I, I never saw that coming. What's going to happen at the next? You know, and that's 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 what makes great shows, I believe. You know, and I hats off to the guys who were booking it because, I guess, it's forward thinking and it's good episodic stuff. I love. It. Yeah, I'd like to ask Jay if it, it's fans for shows that Danny's got to jump in the ring up at some point because he has been he hasn't been filming every match, but he's been out there. Cause he's not a short guy, so he's not a small guy. Yeah. So you do notice that he's there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah he, so. he, he looked pretty short when he was lying on his back after Cam jumped over the top rope, though, didn't he? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, our kid. It's Danny Proper here. You're listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. We'll move away from TNT and we'll move on to WW. So two weeks ago, in two weeks, incredible. WAW show, 2nd of April. You're yeah. facing Brad O'Brien. Um, pretty tough yeah, test for you, I think. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had matches with Brad before. Um, mm. uh, he he beat me at the, 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 the King of, like the WAW's version of King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, again, it was one of those where very storyline driven, you know, very psychology based. You yes. know, uh, sometimes a little goes a long way, you know. And it, it we just, uh, I think we teased a lot of stuff there, you know, and then yeah. we had the uh, we had the Crusher Mason uh, Rumble, which is like, as far as like Rumbles are concerned, it's like one of the most prestigious like Royal Rumbles in the UK, I'd say. Uh, for for Crusher Mason, it was like a standard bearer when it came to British wrestling, yeah. and uh, it's actually his daughter runs the uh, British Wrestling Reunion. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I've just started following that page on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that would be that would be great for for wrestling in general as well. That she's part of it. But uh, we, I was in the Crusher Mason uh, Rumble, and people keep saying, "Keith, I, I, I was number, I think I was number two in that, and there was thirty people in that Rumble." Yes. <laughs> and uh, and I was, uh, I went over. I, I won that. I won that Rumble. You know, so we, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's a pretty cool honor. Uh, and uh, I was one of Crushing Mason's daughters who awarded me the, the trophy as well. And uh, but he was the last person in the ring. Uh, so you know we're 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 just you know just testing the waters. And it's great to, uh, like I says, Brad uh, as a wrestler, another guy who's so underrated, guy who certainly deserves a lot more plaudits than what he's, he's getting. And I hope he gets out there more. Uh, I, like, again, I don't know whether that's kind of personal preference, uh, but uh, I'd love to see him up north uh, mm-hmm. because he's got such a great gimmick, and he, he and, and people genuinely don't like him. You know what I mean? Yes, like, when he, with that character, people don't like him because he's so arrogant, conceited, and again, he's at the kind of uh, at the kind of wrestler that you know can stand out uh, as a result because of his because of having a strong character and. That kid can work as well. He knows what he's doing there now. He's mm-hmm. he's and his work sublime. You know everything. Everything looks good. Um, and he, when he does something, you better believe it's going to look the part. Uh, so I, I hope Brad gets an opportunity to shine. And if I can play a small part in in, in making that happen, you, again, you best you best believe I'm going to do that uh, because he's uh, he, it's, it's another another uh, lad who. Deserves the opportunity and deserves the deserves that chance to shine. But having said that, I can't wait to like uh, basically kick the ever loving piss out of him when on April second. <laughs> so and uh, it's something that I'm uh, you know I've got a pro- proven track record of doing. You know, 
Um, I'm more yeah, bothered about wins, wins or losses at this hmm. point. And my, my, my wins come from putting people in hospital. And if I have to put them in hospital for a little bit, well, then, you know, it's not my fault, really, is it? You know, if you were there, I had to hit you. I can't, can't hit nothing now, can I? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the Knights must see some. Just the number of titles they put on them over the last couple of years. It's just, I think it's like it's, it's a light heavyweight title, the European title, the open light oh. heavyweight title. It's yeah, like, he, he, he just needs so. he just needs that little thing, that that, that 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 opportunity just to get out there, just beyond the realms of where he's currently at. Okay, mm. I think if if he got an opportunity, I say somewhere like TNT or, or somewhere like that, or Wrestle Island for that matter. Oh, I'd love to see him at Wrestle Island. Wrestle Island, he'd be great for there, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so it would be. Uh, he just needs to get himself out there and, and, and you know put his face in the in the shop front window. And if he does that, and he's given the opportunity, he's the kind of kid who will seize the day. Um, but at the, at the same time, like I said, I, I'm looking forward to wrestling there. Basically tearing them in your asshole, so you know, we'll see how things go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a great card as well. I'll put tickets information in the description below the interview. We've got like Saturday Odiac versus Eric Young, PJ Eric Young, versus Roy yeah. Knight, Eric Young. And yeah. all, the, all, all, the, all these kids, like, I mean, like, I, I'm going to be like Zach at, at the moment. He's got himself in tip top shape. Oh, he looks amazing. He, yeah. He, 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 he's, he's done amazing. Uh, his matches are amazing. He, I, I watched him have a match with Brett Semtex the other day. That Brett Semtex is going to be awesome as well. Mm-hmm. But he, like you said, he's still finding his feet at the moment, but he's, he's getting out there. But he's got unprecedented ta- talent. I think he was a K1 fighter at one time. I think he's done kickboxing or MMA or something. I think it's like MMA, so, yeah. So, yeah, so he, he, that kid can throw. He, he, he can knuckle up. But he, that kid can work. And he didn't look out of place at all wrestling Zach. Not out of place by a long shot. He, he looked comfortable in there. Um, but he's Zach, against Tony Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. against Tony. Uh, but Zach is, like I said, he's, 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 he's got that confidence that I don't think he had before. He's got that level of confidence where he's, it, it, you can see it when he's wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. You, can see, you can see now that he's, more finished article than what he has he's ever been and that's because A, he's put the time in, he's put the work in with his build and his physique. He looks great. Oh, he's always he's always been great on the mic. Uh, like I says, he just looks he looks he looks so well well polished and stuff now and like I says, now he's got this newfound confidence. Uh, I think like I said he's, he, he he could do well, you know. But yeah, Zach's uh, Zach's facing Eric Young, which is gonna be a, a great match for Eric Young. You know, yeah, uh, they'll, have a, they'll, have a, they'll have a really, really solid match. Uh, Zach, like I said, Roy, he's like like uh, my brother from another mother. He's yeah. he's what you call he's he's uh, he's facing PJ Knight. PJ's another one who's just come on leaps and bounds as well, uh, and he continues to progress and get better and better. Another one who, <laughs> I guess, I, I, he just he's still find it. He's still you know he's doing really well he's still finding his way and he, and he continues to improve he's not he's, he's taking forward steps rather than backward one you mm. know uh, or, or staying still he continues to evolve and I think that's reflected in the quality of his matches he's had some great matches with Brad Slayer uh, yes. they had a great feud uh, a truly epic feud uh, which uh, resulted in him winning the title and I think that's like I said that's who he's facing Roy for the, for the title which would be a great match Yes, and you got Brad Slavers, Nathan Cruz, and Brad Nathan, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it says, uh, Nathan's like it says, his 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 work speaks for itself, really. Uh, oh, I love I love this new character he's got at the moment. It's just like yeah, he's like it says, Nate, Nate, uh, uh, I haven't always agreed with him personally, uh, but but, but uh, like I says, from a wrestling standpoint, man, when he goes into the ring, you know you're gonna get what you, you're gonna get what you pay for, and then some. Uh, so. Uh, Personal differences aside, when it comes to being in the ring, there's the, the, he is a truly, truly uh, talented wrestler. Uh, yes. That reflects in the, again. That reflects in the, every time. If, 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 if you put him in the ring, in the ring with anybody, you're going to get a truly, truly great match. Absolutely. I can't believe how young he is still. I think he's only one. Nathan Cruz. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's like I said, he's been around the business a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he was, he, you know, he served his apprenticeship in what you call it, an all-star for a long time. 
you know. So um, yeah, that's where I first saw No Stars. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where he, you know, he he uh, he uh, found his feet and just continued to to, to grow from there. You know, like why he hasn't getting the break that he deserves, I don't know. That's something I maybe have to ask him. Uh, I don't know why he hasn't getting an, an opportunity at WWE um, because his talent speaks for itself. So, uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, more power to him. I hope he keeps doing what he's doing, and, and what he's doing is having great matches. Uh, ultimately, you can't deny talent at the end of the day. Yeah, so, so you're the third wrestler I've interviewed who's in the wrestling with my family movie so how did you tell us a bit about the part you played and how did you get involved oh fighting with my so. family oh right yes, yeah oh, yes. okay so um, uh, <laughs> it's quite funny this so they, they they come to one of our shows Stephen Merchant and, and them and obviously there were talk there was talks of, of, of mm. uh, obviously the movie was going to happen but they we did you know they were they were wanting to do uh, actually the show was a, a as a showpiece to guess to as an audition as well uh, yes. As well as it being the t- TV for WAW, which looked like at one point they were going to get TV, uh, but it uh, obviously for unforeseen circumstances that didn't transpire. But that's by the by. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, we did uh, Stephen Merchant come, and uh, I had to do uh, an interview, uh, like I had to do a promo, uh, a 60, 60 second promo uh, for the cameras with with Stephen in there and stuff, uh, and. Uh, Basically, I was just, you know, in the movie, I basically was myself. I was nobody else but myself. So I don't yes. know, you know. Um, but uh, like it says, uh, <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did uh, I knew there were going to be stage right. Mm-hmm. I knew there were going to be stage right. When, when I walked down the ring to, to the right of me, uh, and I saw, and uh, I was working heel at the time. And like I was one of the most despised heels ever in WAW because I wouldn't do autograph signings, I wouldn't sell merchandise. I was totally invested in people hating me. You know, the more they hated me, the better. You know, I, I like I, I, if I'm going to be a heel, I'm totally invested in being 100% heel. I won't sell merchandise. I won't have my photos taken. I won't do any any of that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I don't believe it's just me. I don't believe as a wrestler. If you want people to boo you at the interval, you should go buy a t-shirt. Hey, boo me then, buy a t-shirt. But I knew, I mean, from a from a business perspective, I knew when eventually I turned face and they turned me face that I would get all that money back because people would be at fever pitch to buy my stuff, which is exactly what happened. But anyway, um, uh, I sold out of my t-shirts and everything when I turned face, you know. Uh, But anyway, I I, I went stage with Stephen Merchants there and I just screamed at him and he jumped up off his seat and pelted through the door you know and then I did the I did the uh, the uh, what you call it I did the match and got backstage and he was there and he was like yeah yeah you know like would like to would like to offer you a, a part and it would be in a, in a ladder match and I was like a ladder match I was like he says have you ever done one before I said do you know who I am I'm king of the ladder matches I've never done a ladder match in my life ever mm. never done never done one the only time I've gone on a ladder is to change a light bulb you know um, yeah. and uh, he went are oh, you yeah? I went no I just made that up and he just started laughing <laughs> and then he, he actually saw the, the tattoos on my arm this is this, this story is surreal so the tattoos on my arms and I, on my, I don't know whether you've noticed this but all my tattoos are Wolverine mm-hmm. on my, it's a Wolverine sleeve he went uh, it was just before Logan come out he went you do know I'm in the new Logan movie don't you and I went well I did but I didn't want to sound like a nerd <laughs> and, and he went and he went, I, I need, and he said, just stick your arm out. So I, st- I stick my arm out, and he's talking. But I thought he was, like, taking, taking photos of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, with him being in the movie and stuff. And then he he, uh, he passes me the... I went, no, he says there. Uh, I went, uh, and so he's taking pictures. I thought he was taking pictures, but he's talking. And I'm like, is he mm. talking to me? And I went, <laughs> I went out, and I went, who are you talking to, you? He went, oh, I'm talking to you. I went, <laughs> wow. What? Come again? Anyway, I'm talking, and he was FaceTiming Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman was uh, on my phone. He was like, your tattoos, mate. Your tattoos are amazing, mate. Oh. I was like, uh, bye. And gave him the phone back because <laughs> I couldn't cope with it. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is that, like, the surreal thing is, is that, like, I have, like, in, in my line of work that I've done before, like, mm. door work, close protection and stuff like that, I've dealt with so many celebrities, you know what I mean? I've, I've, 
I've come across so many like A-list celebrities and never been starstruck. But this guy's tattooed on my arm, for goodness sake. So it kind of, <laughs> it kind of like threw me. So I didn't know what to say. But anyway, we we did the movie and uh, we 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 it was surreal when we when we actually did it because obviously when you you're doing the movie, then them extras they're not wrestling fans, they're extras. Right? Mm. You know, they don't know nothing about wrestling, or very few of them knew about anything about wrestling. And um, you got to remember when they've been they've been there all day, okay? Mm. And then you've got you've got um, what do you call them? Like Lena Headey in the in the ring, and Nick, what's the other guy called? Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah. And yeah, and then they're about to get picked up, and when they're about to get picked up, cut, change, body double, stunt double, slam, back in the ring. So there's no continuity or flow to what no. they're doing. Okay, mm-hmm. so we come out and like there was, a, there was a lot of us, like you know, like you know, wrestlers, wrestlers, wrestling, right? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of all strange characters in there and quite flamboyant stuff. And you know, there was there was some cynicers in the in the in the in the in the in the crowd in the audience and stuff. And then Stephen Merchant. So we put we we literally put something together. Um, it was between. Me, Robin Lakeem, uh, who was help who helped with it, and we put this t- put together this two minute sequence, two minute a mini two minute match of a of a spot, two minute spot, and uh, Stephen Merchant come up to us and went, "Okay, guys, how many takes do you need? Do you need? I went, oh, one." He went, "What? We need one. We don't get a ref- when we wrestle. We don't get someone saying cut. Yeah. No, we 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 got to go through it. It's got to be textbook." And he went, "Okay, well." What we want to do is we'll do it. We'll do two takes. The first take we'll do, and then uh, and then when you've got the guy at the end, well, basically the promi- at the end, and there was a ladder between the uh, the ring apron and the and the the, uh, the railing, mm-hmm. and then we threw him over the top rope, and that that ladder snaps. Yes. And it wasn't a and it wasn't a gimmick ladder. It was an actual ladder as Ooh. well. Awesome. Uh, they had they had like seven or eight ladders waiting there, and I was like, man, listen, trust me. This this guy's not like you know he's not the bionic man, but let's try to do this in as 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 few as few uh, takes as possible. So we mm-hmm. get we we did we did it to the point where we got him to the top to the rope and then we let him go and then we did it again and then the, the next time we go over and then the the, the the thing we snaps him. It was it was weird because all the people who were sniggering and who were who were like kind of like who are these guys? They actually saw. A, a, a two-minute spot mm-hmm. and with, with with flow and stuff, and the very same people who were sniggering and laughing at were and didn't have any belief in were first ones to get up after after when they said cut and give us all the stand innovation. Oh, amazing! You know, and that that, yeah. that was that that is one of the best feelings I've ever had in in British wrestling because we turned people who who were laughing and mocking and basically taking the kiss out of us. By the time we finished that, they saw what we went through and saw what we did. They were like, "Whoa, you know," and mm-hmm. that was that was worth its weight in gold, you know. Um, and uh, the, the very same people actually became wrestling fans. They ended, they ended up starting going to progress shows. Yes, oh, going to ref yeah. pro shows. You know what I mean? And yeah, shame I wasn't on them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, you know I don't care about that. What I'm care, what I care about, I do care about British wrestling, and I care about yeah. its growth. And if we if if we if we can turn around and make fans out of them from just that moment, well then it was worth doing, you know. And the other thing was is that I got to work with Nick Frost, got to work with yeah. Lena Headey, who was so cool. She was the coolest chick ever. Like, you, mm. you think that they're going to be like. Uh, How's the how's the word? How's the best word to say it? It's um, you know, you think they might you know a list actress. You know, I mean, this, at the time she was making more money than anybody per episode for Game of Thrones, and she was the most down coolest chick you could ever meet. She was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a bit of a crush on her. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to spend, spend time with her and Nick, and it was, it was and Stephen Merchant, and it was awesome. Again, it was all thanks to the Knights. Uh, extending that opportunity, you know. Uh, I've actually worked. Uh, it's funny how wrestling works. Um, I guess I can I can say this, but uh, I worked on Expendables four recently. Yes. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I worked on Expendables uh, four in, in the UK, the film that was in the UK, and 
I'd have done that for nothing. I mean, yeah. I would <laughs> to be part of it with Jason Statham and, and Sylvester Stallone, who was like my idol. You know, I've got I've mm. got I've got two heroes in my life. One one of them's like uh, Wolverine, the other one's Rocky Balboa. You know what I mean? Yes, my my, my uh, six year old slightly got obsessed with Rocky recently. With Rocky, uh, yeah, know, he's, yeah. Yeah, uh, we watched we've watched three and four so many times I'm, in the last couple of months. I mean, I, I remember going to the cinema when that movie when Rocky Four came out, and I was hmm. I, I I went to see it every weekend for ten weekends. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just, he just sees um, Dolph Lundgren as He-Man because he likes the 80s He-Man movie. Uh, so right, he's like, yeah. it's Rocky vs. He-Man and then it's Rocky vs. Mr. T and Hulk yeah. Hogan's in it. So he's like, these are the best films. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, like, but like, again, here's another thing, like, it's the long, and you think he's gonna, you think, oh man, what, what's he gonna be like? You're like, there's that age where story, don't meet your heroes because they'll only disappoint. Mm. And he was the coolest guy ever. Like, yes. everything he did was cool. He walked cool. He mm. sat down. It was cool. He smoked a cigar. It was everything he did was just cool. You know what I mean? And that's not me fanboying it. He's just got that aura around him. You yeah, know what I mean? Um, yes. But yeah, and uh, Eddie Hall was in that actually. Eddie Hall's in the movie. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. But, but, but funnily enough, the, the scene that we were filming, I'm looking around and I and I, I see um, tattoos on. And I'm like, I know them tattoos. I definitely know them tattoos. And it was Greg Burridge. So it's it's funny how wrestling turns they can just yeah. go into everyday life, you know what I mean? And Greg's a, a, a stuntman and he's a, a world class stuntman now, you know what I mean? That's his bread and butter now and you know, watching him work and do his thing, it was uh, it was phenomenal, you know wow. what I mean? And I'm so yeah. happy that Greg's doing great things. Because there was another guy who, who probably should have uh, you know, had the opportunities you know, he was wrestling and stuff, but mm. like I said, he's branched out, branched out into movies and he's doing phenomenally well. But it was just great to catch up with him as well. But I was like, I know them tattoos, and I was like, Greg, because we all on masks on because of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Greg, is that you? And he's like, Oh, my teeth, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I was probably made up. Oh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's funny how uh, wrestling works. Like. This is the professional. Nathan Cruz, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast, because like me, you are head to toe a pro. So what are your thoughts on the current British wrestling scene, opposed to when you first started in the early 2000s? Just like... It's it's definitely less... Um, people are more given. Yes. People, there's less, there's less backbiting. I'm not saying that it doesn't go on, it's just that I'll probably veer away from it. Uh, I know what it's all about. Uh, there's a lot. There's uh, people want to help each other. They don't want to bury each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in it, it was all about. It was all me, 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 me. Uh, people didn't get the bigger picture, you know. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, but and now there's a, a lot less selfishness, and I think uh, as a result, that's how the the businesses continue to explode. You know. Uh, and that's why we've got a plethora of talent, and that's why we've got so many WWE UK. That's why we. That's why we've got you know, you know I've got uh, we've got like people like Will Osprey killing it in Japan. Oh, you know, uh, you know we've got so many guys doing so many awesome things, and it's because uh, uh, I think, like I says, the we people became less selfish and became more open to the idea of helping get each other over. And like I said, there's, not, there's always going to be that element, you know what I mean, of, of negativity. And there's always mm-hmm. going to be the, the odd arsehole here and there who thinks they're above it all. And, you know, that's just, well, that's the business. The, the, that, it's the same in any business, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. So, so, like I said, I think, I, I personally speaking, I've always been the kind of person who wants to help. And I think that's maybe one of the reasons why I didn't go as far as what I could have apart from multiple injuries. You know, but I think it's because uh, I'm very I give I give a lot of myself to people. You know, I want mm-hmm. to I want to see people succeed. And sometimes you've got to have that little bit of that little bit of selfish streak in you, but not to the extent of where people had it before. I think people, you've got to have that element of selfishness, and uh, and you've obviously got to have a bit of an ego, which just goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I think. Uh, People are more receptive to, you know, doing what they can to get other people over, you know. And I think, Definitely. as a result, 
the, the business has grown. And I mean, the, 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 the explosion speaks for itself. I mean, when I first started, you were like, you know, you were, you were over, over the, over the knot if you got like a hundred people in the crowd. And, and, and now, you know what I mean? It's, it's just the polar opposite, you know? Uh, I mean, I remember working a match at GPW as a tag team and there was over like 300 people there, 350, 400 people. And we thought it was like WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like WrestleMania for us. Uh, yeah, so like we, regularly, said, we regularly go to Wrestle Island. They have three, four, but yeah. packed the, the new play style. So yeah, it's probably yeah, about 50 people happening. I've wrestled Wrestle Island uh, a few times. Um, yeah, I've mi- you, you've wrestled on all the shows. I, I've only missed three shows. I know the three oh. shows you wrestled on. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I've never, uh, they haven't been in touch for whatever reason. They said they were gone, but it hasn't happened yet. But I'm sure, you know, hopefully uh, I can get in contact with Peter again and maybe we can That'd be great to work get something out. Because, yeah. like I said, I, have, I haven't got long left in wrestling, if the truth be told. Uh, my knees are a mess. I've yeah, I was going to ask about that because I listened to an interview you did with Stu a couple of years ago. Stu, she was wrestling podcast, and you announced yeah. your retirement on that show. Yeah, I was. I was like, yeah, I genuinely was, uh, and I, all I wanted to do was have one solid year of pro wrestling mm. where I could go out and go out on my own terms. Obviously, the pandemic happened, and that prevented all that from happening. Yes, and and uh, the other thing was is that. Uh, I had, I got, I spoke to surgeons and stuff, and I was looked at one point that I was going to get knee replacements. Yeah. If I got the, and if I got them, the knee replacements, they were going to do them bilaterally, so they were going to do them both at the same time, which would have put me out for a minimum of about eighteen months. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they never, they never did them, and that basically extended my wrestling career a little bit longer. But like I said, I'm, I'm at the tail end of it, and all I want to do is have wrestling in a better place than it was when I started. That's all I wanted to do, and if and if rest, if I can do that, and if I can play a small part in helping guys get over, or helping guys in any way, shape, or form, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I I used to have a bit of an attitude about it because I have literally helped so many people. When I had a little bit of stroke, mm-hmm. had a little bit of pull uh, to to get to to do what I could to get them over and like help them get matches and shows and and what have you, and I found out that. It, wasn't getting returned in no. favour. You know what I mean? But yeah. the thing is, if you're doing favours for favours, that's not that's you're not doing it for the right thing. That's a transaction. That's that's that's, that's a business transaction. If you're doing a favour for a favour, you're not doing anybody any favours. It's, it's a transaction. So if you go in with the mentality of wanting something for something, then you're going in it for the wrong reasons. And that's my that was my mentality at the time. My mentality now and has been like this for a few years is do it, do it because it's the right thing to do. And if they want, if they, if, if that person feels predisposed to helping you out, then so be it. <laughs> Don't push it. I do it because do it, just do it because it's the right thing to do. And that's what I'm all about now. And I, I'd like to think that anybody, if you spoke to anybody uh, who knows me, they they would say that I, that's the kind of person I am. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've got my flaws as well. I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I'll, if I, if I see something I don't like, I'll say it. You know. And the thing is, is that, that's probably something else that held me back. Uh, people. People probably thought I, I was like maybe a little bit over opinionated, and that's okay. Or, or you, or, or let's say, not playing the game. And mm-hmm. the thing was, is the people who were playing the game have now been exposed and are not part of wrestling anymore because of that Me Too movement. Yes, you know. Definitely. And and I, I wasn't. I was. You never heard. You never heard my name getting like dragged through the mud because I wasn't that person. Not that you know. That's why I'm still wrestling now. But because nobody's got no mud on me. And the reason why there's no mud on me. There is no mud on me. There's nothing, no. you know. Uh, I, I pride myself on that. Uh, I pride myself on, you know, pride myself on being a good person and a good man. And like you said, I'm a flawed one. You know, I am a flawed one. I, you know, I mean, my my mental health's well documented. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I've gone through a lot during my time as a pro wrestler as well, injuries to a divorce and so on and so forth. Um, and like you said, it's probably. Uh, to a certain extent, it's probably had a detrimental effect. But I wouldn't. I don't want to change who I am. I like who I am, and mm-hmm. I like to think that people like me for that. And uh, all I want to do is, like it says, is help people. And if I can play a small part, a minute part of, like it says, my time's come and gone. 
But if I can play a small part in helping that person get to the next level, well, then that's worth its weight in gold. Definitely. You know? Uh, and that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you've just, you've just answered my last question. My last question was going to be, <laughs> what was your legacy going to be in British wrestling when you retired? So. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm, I, I, that's all I wanted. Like, well, as long as, as long as, as long as, the, like, ultimately, the people who are, I've, I've never, the, the people who I need to impress are the hmm. people who are putting, who are buying the, the tickets, and that's the fans. I've never been one of these guys who, who wanted to impress other wrestlers or anything like that. All I wanted to do is make sure that when fans got there, they, they got the uh, they got their money's worth and they got entertained. Uh, and that's, that's as long as they got entertained and I've done my little bit, then it's awesome. If I played a small part in putting a smile on somebody's face, being entertained by something that I've done, well, I've done my job. This is the infamous Cameron Solis, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. <laughs> So if you're promoting for a day, promoting an event, so using yeah. wrestlers you've ever trained with, worked with, wrestlers associated to you in some way, if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put that match? Sure. Yeah. And as it's your show, you can, every show can be intergender, every match, every show can, every match could have three people, four people, five people. Okay. Throw a silly stipulation in if you want. So it's sure. your show. <laughs> okay, so who'll be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Oh, um... And it can be, has it got to be British wrestling related or it could be anything? No, and anybody who anybody. You've, you've worked or trained with. I've, I've yeah. worked with, right, okay. Right, worked so. with, trained with, associated with you in some way. Associated so. with, okay. Yeah. Ooh, high flying match. Uh, um, I would probably suppose. Tell you what, no. First, first match, I, I like, like I say, I like to do a fast paced match. Mm-hmm. So I would probably put Kid Like Us. Yes. Uh, egg. Against, I don't know, uh, oh, what's that kid called from Target Wrestling? Uh, it was trained by Johnny Moss. Oh, I've worked with him. I'm so sorry, I'm terrible with names. Uh, he does the, he, 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 he still does, he, he's like one of the mainstays at Target Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it's a I think I was meant to interview him. Yeah. He's, he's at tryouts with WWE as well. Is it Josh? Josh? Something? Josh. Yes, Josh. that's the one. I can't think what? of a surname. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've like, I watch, I've watched some of the stuff that Aiken do in the rings. Um, unbelievable. I think it would kid like us be a great match. Oh, yes. Uh, and then, and I would probably, you know, I think wrestling should be all about ups and downs and stuff then. So I would probably, after that, I'd probably, uh, probably put a women's match on there. Um, yes. So I, I know it's been done, but mm. I would probably put uh, Lizzie. Uh, Lizzie Styles against Sarah. Uh, Sorry, it's Lizzie Styles. Yes. Against no Session Moth Martin. Oh, there that'd be go. fun. Yes, I saw yeah, that. There you go. I saw that at catch um, wrestling. That was fun. Yeah. And I would probably third match. I would put. I'm gonna put myself on there. Me, yeah, me, yeah. me and Cam against the Monk Union. There you go. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Would, that, would uh, that be a tag team title match? Or it'd be a ta- no, it'd be a tag team match, but it'd be a blow-off match. It'd yes. be like, a, I don't know, like a last team standing match. There you go. Oh, that'd be fun. What about uh, an Extreme uh, Rules hardcore style match? So. Well, we could do that. I would probably put for, for a hardcore match, Iceman against... What's a glass from the past name? <laughs> yeah, against, against <laughs> Joe. Against Ooh. Joe. Yes. Yeah. Big and F and I think that survival of the sickest match. Yes. And then I would have uh, Dean Almark. Oh, this match is actually going to happen at TNT, I think. Uh, Dean Almark versus Dan Maloney. Yes. Uh, but that's uh, but that wouldn't be. Yeah. And then the, the main events I would put the Hooligans versus Kings of the North. There you go. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be good. Um, actually, I'd swap them round. Kings of the, Kings of the North would be the, 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 the penultimate match and the main mm-hmm. event would be done in, in D. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be a great card. So it's that main event. Yeah. I, I implore everyone to go try and get the, the January TNT Extreme show yeah, and just watch definitely. that triple threat I, I main probably, event. I would, I would probably make it. that, like, make it, probably make it like a, like an Iron Man match, you know? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 30 minute Iron Man match. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great card. I'd love to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, you got to forgive me because I'm terrible with names. Like I said, I've been hit in the head that many times. I don't know what, what the other week it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so what else can people see in the near future? Yeah, like I said, as, as it stands right now, you know, I, I've got to be, I've got to be careful, like because of the situation with my knees. If I wasn't tagging with uh, Cam, I'd probably be struggling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing singles, I do singles at WAW. I'd like to work, continue to work with, uh, obviously, WWE's my mainstay promotion. Yes. Just based on location and the fact that they've always looked after me. TNT as well. Uh, I have got a couple irons in the fire with other promotions, but I can't say anything that stands right now. Um, they said it would be it would be fun to work at Wrestle Island again. Uh, oh, I'd love uh, to see it at Wrestle Island. Yeah, it would be, be fun. Uh, like I said, this is... It, it would be awesome. Just I know, I know it's a, I know it's probably sound a bit far fetched, but uh, it would be awesome just to have one match in like somewhere like progress. You know what I mean? Uh, like uh, yeah. you know, I like I'd look I'd look like me and Camp face like somebody like Aussie Rules. That would Ooh, be a great match. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah, Aussie Open is still one of my favourite routines. Yeah, and it would it would give Cam that 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 platform as well. Where we could go on to to greater, better things, you know. I I, I mean, ideally, what would be truly awesome? Uh, I probably shouldn't say too much, but what would be awesome would be to have a, a, a have a few few good matches with with Cam, and you know, maybe him. I mean, like I said, I don't know what the situation is. Like, this is this is just this is just me shooting, yes, and having having him turn on me, and then uh, we have a blow off match, and that blow off match would retirement. Oh, that'd be amazing! Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see a heel cam. I think it, it, it's. Uh, yeah, I think it, I think it would get over. Yeah, you know, uh, and it would be like you know, it would be like him, like you know, it'd be like kind of like Rocky Five, you know, like but like you know what I mean, Rocky yeah. Tommy Gun situation, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would that would be that would be awesome. I'd love to do something like, and if it was like somewhere like progress, oh man, that would be off the chain. That would be oh. off the hook. Yeah. Uh, but like I says, I, I'm managing the expectations in my days. But it, I, I want when I, when I retire, I want to retire. I want to go out on my shield, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would be great to have a good blow off match where there's, you know, uh, where you get you get the chance to go out on your shield. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> it, yeah. it would be fun if you did like, do you know, like when Ric Flair, when Vince McMahon just said, if you next time you lose, you're retiring. Yeah. Retired, but, yeah. but you keep winning, so you have to. You become the number one contender, so yeah. And you're against Cam in like the end of the end of year ma- match. Like, oh, he's not. He's not yeah. even turned on you. You just became the number one contender. Okay, so number two, yeah, yeah. No, that, that would be pretty. That would be pretty cool. But like I said, it's all fantasy booking, really. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then he says, "I love you," and then Tomb Surge. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just so. me ass, puts, puts, puts me six foot under, <laughs> puts me out of my misery. Oh. <laughs> uh, before we go, have you got any social media you want to promote or any uh, merch? Well, I'll be honest or? with you, I, I've got rid of my Instagram. I've got rid. Uh, I, I'm on my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> like it says, if uh, I've got my rough, rough, uh, rough spear, which is on Facebook, I don't use it a great deal. I'm mm-hmm. trying to di- like I'm, I'm trying to keep, but when I do post on Facebook nowadays, there's nothing personal on there nowadays. It's just no. solely wrestling. Maybe a bit of training, you know what I mean, uh, or something sport related. Uh, like, uh, you know, I think I've been a little bit too open in the past, and I'm I'm learning from them mistakes. And I just want to keep myself to myself nowadays. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, um, you, you can get me on there if if the if circumstances change. I might put my Instagram, but I don't know. I don't think I will do. I don't need it. I'm not. I I know I appreciate that that, that social media does have. Uh, is integral for wrestlers nowadays. Like I says, I, I, I'm over that bit. You know what I mean. I'm on my way out. Not, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to think. But I like I said, I want, I want to work a little bit more, get some more wrestling done. I'm, you know, and then, and then just, just take it from there. You know, well, who, who knows yes. what will happen down the line. But yeah, you can, you can get me on Facebook. But like I said, just don't forget about me. Just follow the promotions that I'm working at. You know, just yes. follow promotions. Just, just get behind British wrestling. You, everybody's done such a phenomenal job uh, over the last like eight years or so. Who would have who would have uh, thought like that, that when I when I first started that we, we would have WWE UK and and, and so mm. many awesome things. You know what I mean? And 
we are we'll come. People used to come here for a payday, you know. Yes. Imports used to come here for a payday. Now they're they're begging to work here. You know what I mean? Because yeah, of the uh, because of the the uh, the environment that produced and and because we've got the like really world class fans, we've got the best fans in the world here. I think you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, just keep on British wrestling. Forget about me. I'm on my way out. <laughs> but if you want to see me and you want to, you know, like I said, I'm I'm always approachable at wrestling shows. Just come and say hi. If you want to buy me a pint, you know I'm going to take it, you know, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. But I just want to say thank you for having me on here. It's it's been a pleasure. Like I said, I probably rambled on a bit, but you know that's just me. And um, I hope uh, I hope people uh, enjoy hearing what I've got to say. Yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future as well. Yeah, <laughs> sure, absolutely. No problem at all. It's, uh, I said I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for giving us the uh, this opportunity to speak. I really appreciate it. Thank you.